0: Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Teachers Club, the podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Braham. I created this community for people just like me, soul led people who have the privilege to educate and teach. I'm on a mission to uplift teachers with the power of mindset and manifestation so we can shine our true lights in our classrooms, raise the vibrations of our students, our school our community and the generation as a whole. We are here to bridge the gap between all things school and the spiritual, the energetics into the education and all things will. So if you're seeking more, join us where we will share with you inspirational stories, actionable steps and personal revelations of how raising your vibration can help you become a magnet to all of your deepest desires. Come with me on this journey so you can learn new things laugh a little and feel inspired now grab your coffee it's time for the woo woo teachers club i don't enjoy teaching anymore how can manifestation and mindset help me this has got to be unfortunately one of the most common things that i hear and It's just so real. It can resonate with so many different people. So I am dedicating my very first episode of the WIWU Teachers Club to this topic. And hopefully you'll be able to take away if it's even one thing that will make an impact to your day and to your teaching career and to your life. So let's get stuck in. Who am I? So my name is Sasha and I have been a qualified teacher For 10 years now, I did my qualification 2013, so I've been doing this job we call teaching for 10 years, including obviously the pandemic, which is a whole nother episode in itself. But although I have been teaching formally for 10 years, I actually began teaching, well, my first teaching job was when I was 11 years old. So I have always been involved with students, with the idea of teaching since i was a child myself so for me this is such a deep rooted passion i thoroughly enjoy working with young people and having an impact in the lives of young people and it's it's something i take quite a lot of my pride in so of course i am a teacher i am currently a head of department in a state secondary school and i teach 11 to 19 year old students i am a wife and i have three amazing little human beings and one of my superpowers is that i am a mother to somebody who has autism so a big round of applause hands out sh- hands up shout out to all of the send parents out there you know that that is a job in itself and so we are just amazing human beings and i'm so fortunate to have a son who has all of these amazing different abilities and that makes me who i am as well so where does mindset and manifestation come in to my life I grew up in a Christian household and I went to a Christian school and I went to Sunday school. So the idea of religion and spirituality has always been, it's innate in me. I've grown up with it. But in my teenage years, I kind of drifted away from the church. And if I'm being completely brutally honest, the one of the reasons why I drifted away was going to Sunday school and church on a Sunday meant I had to get up early. And as a teenager... I'm sure you can imagine if you work with teenagers or you're a parent or you know any teenagers, I wanted to sleep. I did not want to wake up early five days a week and then on my weekend have to wake up early as well. So that kind of led me to drift away from the containment, should I say, of religion. But I always did believe and I still do believe that there was something that's bigger than me, that there's an entity that's bigger than just being a human being that entity orchestrate acorn seed turning into an oak tree they orchestrate something that makes the tides go in and out every day they orchestrate the idea of a whole entire human being being made in 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 a mother's womb you know so the idea of something more a bigger life force than just us was always ingrained in in me and, and my understanding and my connection. And actually, across many people that I've met in my lifetime, they've all heard of the idea of something bigger than just a surface level. And they might refer to it, or you may have heard it being referred to as the idea of God, or it being called the divine spirit, the universe, mother earth, father earth, the creator, But all of it summarises in the fact that there's more to life than what we just see in this 3D realm, in this what we call reality. And so what led me here, as I said, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly love working with students and my job really does bring me joy. And I know it might sound cheesy and silly, but I feel that it's such an honour and a privilege to be able to have an impact in the lives of these young people And so many other people don't get that opportunity. So I feel really fortunate and blessed to be able to have an impact in the future generation. But saying that, I didn't always enjoy the idea of school, being in school and the constraints of school life and trying to merge that into my life. So around, I'm going to say around 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, this heart gut-wrenching feeling as oh I've got work tomorrow my weekend now is not mine and I've got to prepare to go back to to school tomorrow or I've heard this happen so many people I would say just three more days to the weekend or two more days to the weekend or even worse I've heard this well I was once somebody who said this first day back after the holidays somebody would say just six weeks until we break up that is literally Wasting your life away, counting down your life. And I thought, gosh, there's got to be more to life than just counting the times when we're not at work. Surely that's not all that there is. And so perhaps you can resonate with this. I actually did some research where I found that only 25% of what a teacher does in their day is teaching. And 75% of what we do in a day is things such as admin tasks, replying to emails marking papers, organising or attending school events, meeting parents. The idea of I've went into teaching, but I'm actually teaching the least amount of my day. I didn't enjoy that. That wasn't something that I found fun. And, you know, the idea of feeling stuck, maybe feeling like you're not aligned to doing this anymore. Is this what I want to do? Am I going to be doing this for the next X amount of years? Or the idea of feeling unmotivated or unchallenged because maybe you've become too comfortable. Or even worse, the idea of feeling overwhelmed. There's just too much to balance. How am I supposed to manage everything? And people are just asking me to consistently do more and more. Where am I supposed to find the time from? Or the idea that I want more. I wanna do more. I've got more to give to this life, to my students, but where do I start? So mindset and manifestation explicitly came into my life because I, as I said, and I will keep on saying, I loved my students, but I really didn't enjoy anything else beyond communicating with them and teaching them. And so, as I said, I knew I had to change my mindset because I felt it was unfair. It was doing me a disservice because I was not representing myself the best and giving my students the best of me and they don't deserve that. They deserve somebody who's going to give them as much of them as they can. So not just teaching them, but holding them accountable and advocating for them and striving for them and learning for them and offering the best of themselves to these students because they deserve that. And it's not fair to them with everything else that's going on and all the other things that there is that they need to, to attend to as they grow up to become adults. I'm obligated to show up to them the best way I could but also because I wanted more. I wanted more for myself. I wanted more for my children and my family and so there my journey begun and here is the biggest change I've made to transition to a life where I feel true contentment, clarity. I feel so much abundance and joy in school but in my life in general and I want to be able to give some of that to you guys, my colleagues So step number one is current manifestation. So in its basic form, my interpretation is that we operate as humans from an unconscious bias every day, which were formed during our formative years. So let's imagine when we were seven. And during those formative years, what we experienced in our personal lives and secondhand experience through our family, school, the media, they form our beliefs. And this is where the idea of limiting beliefs comes from. And it's these beliefs that impact our reality as adults today. So let's just look at money, for example. We might say, I want to earn more money. And that's our conscious everyday belief, surface level belief. But deep down hidden is our limiting beliefs, our subconscious beliefs. And one of those subconscious limiting beliefs might be it's hard to make money. It's hard to earn money. So that belief transitions to what we think, our thoughts. So we might think this isn't easy or I will have to work nonstop to earn more money or I will have to compromise areas of my life. Or I'm I'm not sure I even have what it takes to earn more money. And as a result of us thinking that way we then have certain feelings associated to that. So we might feel frustrated because we want to earn more money, but we feel that we will have to make a compromise or we might feel bitter towards those who are willing or are able to work nonstop and earn what we believe is is money that's hard to earn. And as a result of us having that unconscious limiting beliefs, we think a certain way, we feel a certain way. And as a result of that, it triggers certain actions that we take. So we might feel that we are going to have to work very long hours. And so we put in these very long hours or maybe we feel that we are a perfectionist or we have to do everything and take an extra hour, for example, on every single job we do, and that maybe makes us feel overwhelmed. Or we start feeling procrastination or uninspiring thoughts or or taking uninspired actions. And that, as a result, reflects our current reality. Now, your mind will always find evidence to validate whatever beliefs that we have. So whether that's good or bad, our mind will always find evidence to validate that so let's take an example here if you have an idea that rich people are selfish or arrogant you will find examples in your history in your life of where you know of somebody who's rich who was selfish and arrogant so for example you might say I remember Simon from school he was always boasting on us and showing off on all of his new things that we maybe couldn't have But equally, we could say, actually, all rich people are generous. And I remember Beth, who was the kindest person I know, who always donates to women so they can start their own businesses. Let's take another example. Let's imagine I said dogs. And I could say dogs are really vicious and dangerous. And you will go searching into your history bank, into your archives and think okay well where do I know of dogs being vicious ah I remember there was Annie who was bitten by a neighbor's dog when she was a baby and so then we are going to go off and say yes actually that's true all dogs are vicious and dangerous but on the other hand you might say dogs can be a close companion and even a healer to somebody and you'll go back into your mind and think where do I know of a dog being a healer and a close companion Okay, I remember Mary. Mary's dog helped her with her anxiety. And so whatever it is that we are thinking, our minds will find evidence to confirm whatever it is that we thought, whether that be good or bad. So like in these examples, you will be stuck in a loop of calling in or manifesting more of what you don't want if your beliefs are negative. So I like all of this. But what has this got to do with, with teaching? I still don't enjoy teaching. Help me. So, here is the biggest strategy that you can implement today. But it requires you to be 100% honest with yourself, not toned down, but equally not hyped up. I need you to be 100% truthful to yourself. So, let's get you thinking. Is it that you don't enjoy teaching, full stop? Or is it elements of teaching that you don't like? So we're going to look at both scenarios. So let's imagine it's, yes, actually, I do enjoy teaching. I just feel overwhelmed. So you might have a belief that says, I want to have a passion for teaching like I used to do. But then you will have underlined, hidden, the limiting belief that it's not possible to be happy and to be a teacher. You have to compromise. So you've got that belief, and that belief then triggers thoughts. And the thoughts might be the work is never ending or it's just not fun anymore. And then those thoughts trigger your feelings. So then you might have feelings of exhaustion because you're constantly working or frustration or hopelessness. And in turn would trigger your actions. So you might start complaining all the time or procrastinating and as a result, have a messy desk or work environment. Let's take the other scenario where you say, Yes, I'm sure teaching's not for me anymore. I want to maybe start my own business. Then comes in this limiting belief I don't actually have the money to start, or I don't have the know how. You then have a thought to say, Oh, I hate this place and I'm wasting my time here. That will then trigger feelings such as resentment, or bitterness, or frustration. And as a result, that triggers your actions to be uninspiring or again, complaining or completely avoiding whatever it is that's necessary for you to create your own business. So then what I want you to do is identify what exactly is you do want. Take time to embrace those deep desires. What would make you feel good and shift your reality starting today? So I want you to start considering all eight areas of your life. Of course, this might be your career or your business, but it also might be personal and spiritual growth, health and fitness, love and romance, including self-love, friends, family, finances and money or charity. Now, let's imagine you are going to let's pick brownies. You're going to make some brownies. You've seen a brownies picture and you go and get a recipe. In that recipe, it's going to be super, super specific. It will include ingredients to the milligram. It will include equipment. So what equipment will you need? Will you need a bowl? Will you need a spatula? It will include the finished image. So what is it? That's the end goal. It will include prep time. It will include cook time, maybe nutritional information. It will include how specifically you're supposed to cut them to share them equally. That recipe will be super, super specific. So if you intend to make your brownies and you follow those instructions, you will expect your brownies to turn out as they do in the image. So when you are manifesting and you have a goal in mind, instead of saying something like, I just want more time to do something fun. I want you to be so specific. So here's an example. I want to go for date nights with the girls to the theatre twice a month. Now, here comes the fun bit. You've said you want to go to the theatre twice a month with the girls. Then I want you to start identifying the feelings associated with the thing you desire. So you might say, I desire this thing because I want to feel, and then put in your word. So here's the example. I want to go for date nights with the girls to the theatre twice a month because I want to feel and you might say abundant you might want to feel at ease you might want to feel adventurous free connected so let's think about how can manifestation and mindset help you ultimately manifestation is when something that was once a thought becomes physical reality and the law of attraction that many of us are familiar with says like attracts like So the world is constantly reflecting back to you the energy that you are embodying. Currently, you are an energetic match for your current reality. So you simply need to start activating the feelings of what you desire now to enable you to call in your desires. So if you say, I want to go for date nights with the girls to the theatre twice a month because I want to feel abundant, adventuresome or free connected whatever it is you've said what are some powerful ways you could boost your vibration at school to ensure you are an energetic match for whatever it is you're desiring so if you want to desire ease what could you do today to to raise your vibrations and you start activating the feeling of ease so you might have a bubble bath twice a week if you want to start activating the feeling of being abundant, you might decide to do a random act of kindness for a colleague. So maybe take one of their duties or send an email just showing some love towards this colleague for whatever they've done or just something that you admire about them. If you want to activate the feelings of being adventuresome, maybe do your ad- admin tasks on a laptop in the park and maybe absorb nature, do some grounding. If you say you want to be free, you want to activate the feelings of freedom, maybe invite your students into your classroom and have a break time party. Or if you want to activate the feelings of connection or being connected, commit to going to sleep at 10 p.m. every night so that you get a full night's sleep. Of course, those are just some examples. But if you look back at our earlier scenarios and you say, well, I actually do enjoy teaching, but I feel overwhelmed. What positive things could you do to start raising your vibration so that you're an energetic match for whatever it is you are trying to call in? So let's go back to, I want to have passion for teaching that I used to. That's your conscious thought. Now, if you are thinking that, you could share your passion for theatre by starting a theatre club on a Wednesday afternoon instead of doing homework club. Now, of course, that might trigger some feelings of creativity or feeling liberated or inspired. And as a result, would trigger you to take some action. So the actions could be you go and discuss your idea for a theatre club uh, with the head of department for theatre or drama. Or you maybe invite some people after school to start having, instead of a book club, having a a theatre club. Or the other scenario is, yes, I'm sure I don't enjoy teaching anymore and I wanna start my own business. The conscious thought is, I wanna start my own business. Well, you could start thinking thoughts of, I need something to fuel my energy into. What am I good at? What have I got that I can already start doing today and make into a side hustle? That might trigger feelings of being inspired, creative or innovative, and then would inspire some actions of you, maybe mind mapping some business ideas or volunteering your services at school, or having conversations with your contacts to start your ideas going. So here are your takeaways for today. Number one, the law of attraction dictates that like attracts like. If you feel you are doing something you dislike, you may be accidentally manifesting more of what you don't like. Number two, take more of an active present role in your day. This will help raise your vibrations so that you are energetically aligned to your desires. And you can start that today. Number three, become aware of your thoughts as these will impact your feelings, the actions you take and your current reality. Number four, if you feel you don't enjoy teaching, be clear on what you do desire. Number five, be specific. What are the feelings behind your desires? Then take inspired actions to activate those feelings. And again, you can do this today. And last but not least, number six, surrender to the universe. Don't obsess or worry with the hows. Leave that to the universe to orchestrate. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Woo Woo Teachers Club, the podcast. If you have found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. You can also share this with a teacher you care about so we can move forward in our mission to uplift teachers with the power of mindset and manifestation. You can also visit the link in the show notes of this episode to sign up for my free Soul Breakfast Bundle, a combination of different affirmations, meditations, journal prompts, and a high vibe playlist that I used, all under 10 minutes specifically designed to support you in transforming your mornings and raising your vibration so you can align yourself with your highest potential. You can join us in our seven day challenge or complete it at your own pace. And of course, this is completely free. Don't forget to follow us on social media using the info in the show notes. And until next time, peace, love and woo-woo stuff.